Welcome to episode 359 of Texting, hosted by myself, Justin Vincent, and Jason Roberts. Um, hello, Jason. How are you doing? Doing all right. What's 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 new? Um, what's new with me? Oh man, I'm living the dream. I mean, it's just the best. Everything's so cool. Life is just yay. Why do I think you're full of shit? What's <laughs> no, what's really going on? No, no, everything's good. Everything's good. Uh, still moving forward with List, obviously. Um, I have... by the way, speaking of that name, I yeah. was listening to an interview with the guy who created Wirecutter. Do you know? I'm not familiar. Yeah. It's like a, I think it's like a tech hardware review site. It's like a Consumer Reports for like gadgets yeah. and okay, you know things. Um, it was like on the How I Built This podcast. Have you ever, have you listened to that with? No, I haven't. You've mentioned it a guy few Ross. times. Yeah, yeah it's, but I do... it's it's pretty good. I mean, yeah, he's he interviews all kinds of people. It's like a cookie company or whatever. Like you know, yeah. that sort of the tech interview is like one out of every ten will be like something uh, and a company that you or I might be interested in okay anyway um so he's talking to the wire cutter guy and he asked him about the name and the guy's like you know i talked to jj abrams about it so apparently for he jj abrams is a friend of a friend coincidentally okay <laughs> not that he's that big of a deal but he said yeah he's like you know if you just pick a simple name like like lost or alias then you can just own it yeah right so the name doesn't really matter yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, you know, it's exactly what I told Justin when we were thinking about a list. <laughs> Justin was like, well, it is. I'm like, dude, just do list. It's it's simple. It's clean. People will stop thinking about, well, is it really a list? Is everything a list? It's like, no, things are, it's a list. And just they'll think about list like, you know, if you know, if, if it's successful, then you'll they'll think about it in terms of like Notion or something, right? It's just a I, I think list is great. No, yeah, no, I, I, hundred percent agree, and um, I should, I haven't moved it over, so it's still taskflow.co. I haven't moved over uh, to try list. I will do that by the time I get my JSON release, which is uh, planned for this week sometime. Um, but actually, that's it's interesting that you bring that up because um, a texting listener, Matthew Krieger, um, sent me a sent me a Slack. He said, "Oh man." Taskflow, awesome, awesome app. I really like it. And then he and and I'm like, oh, really? Like you sound really enthusiastic about it. Um, what what's the domain? He's like, yeah, TaskflowApp.com. So I go and look at TaskflowApp.com, and it's like this completely built out to iOS, you know, task management system. I'm like, huh. I never really, know. I never really found that. That's I like. Well, that is kind of quite a cool app, um, but it's nothing to do with me. Um, and I'm really glad that I changed the name to List. <laughs> yeah, because you would have been sued for. <laughs> yeah. So, li- well, List is like so generic. I was talking with my. No, you with, can't with, trademark with, that. Yeah. You know, Torsten. Um, he, you know, our friend Torsten. Um, he that he does. Uh, that's what he does. He do, he does you know branding and stuff like that. He's like, man, that is such a so generic he's like you are really gonna have to own that you know that is so generic i'm like yep i'm going i'm shooting for the swinging for the fences you know this let's let's try and own that generic word i like think of it like is is the word internet owned you know like so if you type drip which is such a simple word it Mm -hmm. it is internet owned at this point even when it was get drip you know it would be number one in google results because that's Mm -hmm. what everyone means by drip you know, so I just need to get to that place right now. There's a whole bunch of stuff for list. I just need to get to that place. 
Yeah. And they're not, not exactly going to be easy, I will say that. <laughs> like, it's a significant chunk of work between now and then. Yeah, you're just not going to find with somebody does an SEO type. You're talking about SEO kind of. Well, it's it's thing. it's not even SEO. It's I mean, yes, it is SEO, but it's it's not purposeful SEO. It just happens because your product just is the de facto product for mm-hmm. that right, for that word. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think of like, is it internet owned or not? That's the the main thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And it isn't. This isn't. So it's a. I think anything that isn't internet owned, that's fair game for you to try and become so the top def- of the heap. It, how would you define internet owned? I would define internet owned where like if you t- if 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 you came along and said okay I really like the word drip I'm going to start a new company called drip that would be a mistake because it is it really is like the internet understands drip as that email software and it's number 1 on Google and that it's just like you know you would have a really hard time ever becoming thought of as drip it's Got internet it. owned okay you know? That's what I okay. reckon. Well, let's hear about the progress. Uh, sure. Um, so I have one user, as you know, my my first user, Scott <laughs> Scott Yule. <laughs> and um, he's a one brave soul. <laughs> he, he sent who, me who gets like, all his work deleted about once every other day. No, no, oh, no work man. gets deleted. Work gets deleted. I like that list of tasks. They're all gone. <laughs> no work gets deleted because it because you don't really have that much reason to clear your your cookies you know like do you how often do you clear your cookies i'm a i'm a cookie deleter i just do it every day just to... <laughs> all right no i've I, like almost never but did you yeah. do it accidentally one time one time and you deleted uh, okay stuff. and that was just because of i was in the middle of a development i don't understand why are you not saving it on the server i mean that's like i'm going to save it on the server so easy so you will under you will understand when you use it because you'll see how fast it is and we're going to get back to that in a minute like I, I was right. I stick by uh, my decision to develop this whole thing, IndexedDB first, and then I will just sync it to the server. So basically, IndexedDB is the is the operational database. It's amazingly fast, and once you once you use it, you'll be like, oh yeah, I see, I see. So just just so you're still just, using the hierarchical change to set and all that stuff, right? But that that all operates on the local database first, and then okay. it gets sent back. Okay, so you're just syncing. Yeah, it's just syncing back to the server. So everything kind of, is actually It's kind of a similar architecture which you did with Modern Teacher, did you do back in the day, right? You had a local database, which then would yeah. sync with MySQL, which would sync with the main, main one because yeah. you lose connectivity all the time. Yeah, but um, this is like even faster. It's like operating... No, no, I get it. I mean, but just yeah. from an architectural standpoint, it, local yeah. database, remote database you sync with. That's sort of yeah. like a... Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a good distributed system. So... Um, Anyway, he said he sends me videos like he sort of records looms of him using mm-hmm. the app and like, you know, I think it would be good if you could do this or do that, and th- and that's, that's fine. Great. I love I love that. I love that. That's and a so, great video user. Yeah. So he sent me one. He's like, you know, I've got I'm I'm using it for lots of micro tasks and I've got a lot of different tasks and I really do like them going to the bottom of the list, but I want. So when I click the checkbox, that it just sort of auto goes to the bottom. That would be super cool. I'm just so I'm just slacking back. I'm like, oh yeah, it already does that. Just hit Command Shift S. He's like, no way. <laughs> like yeah, it already does it. So that was cool. Except I wish it was exactly as simple as that. It wasn't quite that simple because mm-hmm. just that day, I I have a terrible habit or a good habit of hitting Command S set you know to save, mm-hmm. and. It, 
it always opens the dialogue in the list and it just annoyed me one too many times <laughs> so i connected command s to just basically make the little the little writing data green dot go blip <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't actually I, do it I, I do that all the damn time too i come in you know yeah it's so, annoying it's like a reflexive so, motion that just screws with all your yeah your web apps so so now what what it does is it traps command s and it doesn't actually do anything but it flashes a little green light to make you think it's done something which is which is fine because it's already saved like anyway. like we really <laughs> saved it this time like no, yeah. seriously like this is a serious save but that stopped me from wowing scott because when i told him to do command shift s he was like doesn't do anything <laughs> because i i didn't say command shift s does this and command s without shift does that so mm-hmm. so i had to quickly do a quick update and then push that through and then he he did it and it worked so that was nice but it was nice to to, to have i mean i i think from me using it every day like those obvious use use cases are just like yeah I know what it needs to do, you know. You know, <laughs> just you could, if you what you could do with this when someone hits command S is it's it's like a bookmark in the saving history. Mm-hmm. Like this is like uh, like I've saved this. Like if someone's hitting the S, they like they like really mean it. Like I want it saved to this point, which really well oh, it's obviously saving, but it puts it like a little. So if you hit like a revision history, like those would be like serious save markers, right? Like this. That's. Is, that's really not a bad idea. I mean, I've, I've been thinking about that and thinking about um, as I've been writing the blog post and just reminding myself that essentially what this is, is it's a text file, mm-hmm. but but un- unlike a text file where every line of text is just a, you know, just a, a random ephemeral thing floating in midair, mm-hmm. each one of these lines of text is actually a node with a real ID that has real structure. And I've, I've been thinking, you know what, like... I've kind of got undo data for every individual line of text as well as the overall mm-hmm. document. So you could kind of do what you're just describing. I was thinking you could create a little time warp utility where you could click into like a node and you could sort of like and sort of yeah, go yeah, back yeah. right into one line of text or the whole document, you know? Right. And uh, you could have breaks of like well, when a lot of stuff was done, but you could also just have like little um, markers whenever they did like a command. Uh, uh, yeah. Command S just said, uh-huh. like, yeah, here's when you really meant it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nice. I like I it. don't know. It's, that would be kind of cool. Well, because everybody yeah. does it that way anyway. Anyway, well, that's cool. But so, all right. So so what's the status? I mean, when am I getting this thing? I mean, okay, the- okay, okay. Um, well, when it's, you are actually getting it. Um, when do I get my list, be... damn it? Okay, what, well, what I have to do, well, should, should I tell you what I've done? And, and 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 how close I am. Like the, I, mm-hmm. you asked me, what's the progress? So I'm telling you, ah. I'm telling you the progress, and then I'll tell you your ETA. Okay. Okay. Did did you look at that pasting video that I sent you? I did. You did. You said, not Here's a math it? problem, and I'm I'm still I don't really understand what the math problem was. You had All an right. indented. He okay. Here's what Justice sent me. Send me a video of an <laughs> indented hierarchical list with a bunch of X's to represent each line with different levels of indentation. And then he selected like the bottom three quarters of it, which had like, think of it as like, like, uh, like mountains vertically, right? Just Twitch story. So it's like, <laughs> and he's like, okay. And so then I want to paste in, but it's indented, but the, the whatever is the indented, the least is indented zero has zero indent on the new thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a math problem. What's the math problem? <laughs> I'm trying to figure well, out what you're talking about. It's like, dude, you just take whatever 
the uh, the indent number of the uh, of the the smallest indent, and you just subtract that from everything after every other thing. What's that's just like a loop. Well, it was more along the line. Well, okay. Well, it was more along the lines of so because the dog you you've got a dog in there with you. Yeah, I Maisie just she just came. She's lying down on the <laughs> she's just laying down on the kid. Ca- I'm on the kid. I'm in the kid cave on this giant kid couch. And I have this giant husky shepherd just said, what's up? <laughs> I'm a hang. Uh, okay, so if you think about uh, a hierarchy, like a typical hierarchy, mm-hmm. hi- hierarchies can only really work because you have root, you know? Yeah. It's like you can't really just all of a sudden have something appear in the middle of nowhere. Like, you know, right. so you, you have to start from root. Mm-hmm. So the co- So the problem that I was sending you was... All right, if they do a copy and paste mm-hmm. and they copy and paste the entire page, mm-hmm. that's easy because mm-hmm. it always starts at root because mm-hmm. every page starts at root. But if they copy like, if, if they just drag from halfway down the page, which might be eight eight deep, mm-hmm. then uh, where do you where do you begin with? And, and what, as I played around with it, I was sort of made that mountain structure that you speak about, but I was sort of thinking of it like a like a wave, like a signal sort of wave. And sure. I was I was imagining that there would be a there would be an, a math algorithm that could just go ahead and say, okay, I'm looking at this overall wave, and I'm like compressing it and flattening it so that um, the beginning parts are like one. And then the next parts are like two, three, four, five. That used to be eight, but mm-hmm. it was like a compressor, like a com- a, a, a compressing signal algorithm, right. which is I effectively did create um, through brute forcing it with with just code. But mm-hmm. I thought that there might be a more beautiful mathematical way to do it. Right. So that was what it was. But you fixed it. So here's the thing: if the if the if the top doesn't the top node have to be the first one have to be at the at the root level i mean how is can how can it be like if you if you grab something that was three deep as the first one what is that what happens there well Did you what, just, just subtract it down i'll try and i'll try and explain uh how i fixed it although it's it's a bit <laughs> okay <laughs> like let's, let's 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 skip it i don't think anyone cares. okay he, okay no one cares. justin no one had cares. a math problem and he fixed it Okay. All right. The yeah. I don't think. I and so, to. so the pasting, the the, the copy pasting works, in my opinion, really nicely now. Like, so okay. it will. It doesn't matter what how deep it is. It will always get it onto the page, mm-hmm. in a way that's somewhat similar to how it was originally. All right. Well, here's the question: How much do you enjoy using it? Oh, a lot. That no, that that's part of the. That's actually something that I uh, was um, going to put into the blog post, which is if you think back. Um, Five months ago, when I started this, which I know is not very long, five months, very short. That's a very short time. But if you think back five months ago, one thing that I, I did can barely say write is like, an email in five months. So that is <laughs> one thing I did say is I'm gonna I'm gonna like challenge myself to use this or like a text file, mm-hmm. and like for the first two months, I just used even to to manage myself building this thing. I just used a text. So file. you weren't really dog fooding. It was like fake dog fooding. It, it was like it. What? It was too annoying. <laughs> it was too annoying to actually use. Like meanwhile, you subjected so, poor Emra to it. And he's just like, dude, I can't do it. So, I can't take it. It, it actually, I tried. It, it, you can look at the version one. You know, one was the 
was the dark version. <laughs> two was the smudge version. <laughs> the smudge. Oh, so God. That was yeah. the smudge. That was like... Yeah. Night- yeah, right. Like <laughs> 2002 called. They want their gradient back. <laughs> so it wasn't until I like just gradually stripped it all away, and it essentially, and then I started saying things to you on the show like, "Holy shit, I'm building a text editor." That mm-hmm. was when I actually started using it mm-hmm. because it was it was actually comparable with a text file, which basically is probably the best interface ever invented by man. You know, it's just like, okay, it's really easy to use just a text file. You know, <laughs> that's a great interface. I just, by the way, I just thought of a, I just thought of a name you could use. Go on. If you want to make it kind of funny, you know, okay. like what was that? What was the? Uh, what was that boat that everybody named? That that was the, the in England. They okay. They named. They gave it like Mick something McFace or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? There was like a, it was like a, there was like a, a science, science boat that would go out and and do some scientific study, and they Uh, put the internet up to vote for it, and and everyone voted. (laughs) It was like the the dumbest, (laughs) most hilarious (laughs) name. Like you should do something like that instead of just like go go call like Listy List or something. No, no, no. it's like you can own the hell out of Listy List. (laughs) No, I think that would be bad, McList Face. Okay, you're being ridiculous now. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you want to own it, like you can own no. McList face. It's no, like, I'm it's happy. Not with, be well, a actually, you you bring up another point. As I was, as I've been writing the blog post, I've been thinking, yeah, listy McList face. That's thinking, the name. You can own it. No one's ever gonna forget it. They're like, that is the dumbest app name in the world. But damn, that thing's fast. I like it. I have really <laughs> been thinking of moving away. From a joke voice, you know, from my from my typical jokey type voice to just more of a standard, just just normal voice. What are you That's talking about? Like, wait, like, do you have a joke voice right now? <laughs> Is this your joke voice? Let me hear your instead serious of, voice. Ins- no, look, it's I'm talking about blog post writing voice. So instead of writing something like you know, list um, is not a big ass text file, just write something simple like you know, because that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay this is cool that you're this is cool that you're in the kids room it's it's really the bandwidth is much better the speed's much better and obviously you're acting like a child so <laughs> right. it's generally well i better. think listy mclist face <laughs> is a list <laughs> just saying like that's that's the title right there miss i think you should go i think you should go with that i think it's a winner because people, here's the thing, it's so stupid that people are going to talk about it. Like, what is this clown doing? Okay. Have you tried? How, like, do, yeah. I, how do I get you back? How do okay, I get you I'm, back on track? I Jason, want, I want Listy McList face. That's I want what to I pull want. your brain back to normal person. Okay, fine. <laughs> What's going on with you? Have you been drinking? Drinking like, a, um, I'm drinking the formula. <laughs> you know what the formula, the formula is? No, what? It's uh, four-fifths. Diet Coke or Coke Zero, whatever you have on hand, okay. and one quarter Mr. Pip or Dr. Pepper, whichever you got on hand. <laughs> that is the formula. Now, I made it by mistake one day. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was at Pollo Loco, mm-hmm. and I tend to haunt that place. Which you, you do tend to be there every yes. day. And I accidentally... <laughs> Did did one and then the other, and I think because it was talking, I don't know what happened. And I was like, "Wait a minute, this is really good." And I was like, "Damn, this is really good." 
because you have the benefit of not a ton of calories. You're not have drinking like 200 calories of sugar or water, but you know you have like 40, 50 calories, 30 calories. But it was way better than Diet Coke or Coke Zero. And mm-hmm. um, Colby tried it once. He's like, "Oh my god, that's really good." I'm like, "Right." And so now he's always he. That's all we ever drink is the formula. <laughs> we don't drink normal soda. You got to have the formula. So, out there, guys. Listeners, you people, give it a shot the next time <laughs> you're at a Pueblo Loco or your favorite, you know, fast food-ish restaurant, four-fifths, Diet Coke or Coke Zero, one-fifth, Mr. Pip as the ideal, or Dr. Pepper. That's it. That, that's, the, that's the answer right there. Why say four-fifths and not just 80%? 80, well... Uh, you know, I think when people talk about like making food, they're like four parts this, one part that. You don't okay. say eighty percent flour, sugar, and one twenty percent this. All right, but enough. hey, if you want to flex your fractions and you know percent muscles, <laughs> I mean, you're a little Mister <laughs> Math guy these days. All right, we can tweak so, um, Wait, so I, now now you've you've like confused me. I'm not even sure where we were. Um, what were we talking about? We're talking about a list and how you were going to make it fast or you were going to not be jokey. Okay. You weren't going to be joke. You weren't going to be the jokester anymore. You're going to be like Mr. Serious blog post writer. You're going to start a sub sack <laughs> or something. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess there will be some humor in it, but I just, I don't know. I was just thinking about titles that were, <sighs> I don't know. I, I guess I need to, to, to do the writing first and. We'll, we'll talk about that. See on what comes show. out of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So, uh, what I what do I have to do until um, until ready for you? Uh, yeah. I've got to put it got to put it on trylist.io. Or well, mm. now it's going to be trylisty McList. I don't think you have to do the try. I think you get that dot com. Okay. So what you, is it? Listy Listy McList face. Listy McList face. Yeah. yeah okay. That'll you got that dot com. No problem. Listy McList face. Okay. Dot com. And um, you've got to put it on that. Mm-hmm. I've got to create a save setting system because right now it doesn't save settings. So, for example, when you click through the left nav, you clicked onto the third page. That's where you're doing your work. You leave, you come back. It's back on the first page because it kind of forgets that. Mm-hmm. So I need to put just basic remember what what's happening. You know, if you if you toggle on the show focus area... Mm-hmm. It doesn't remember that. So that mm-hmm. I just need to do that. Okay. And then um, save to the cloud, <laughs> which is, is I really do think that's cool. going to be simple. <laughs> that's, it's just going to be like, bloop, you yeah. know, just. Well, I mean, just you've bloop. done that a few times in your career, right? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and my, my ETA for this whole thing is going to be by next weekend. And to really make it useful, I mean, can uh, I share it with Sandy? And Justin, or is this a, is this single player only? It's single player only right now. Okay, how long till they can use it? And well, how long I can mean, Sandy and I share? Because this is how we do tasks. Tasks are written up on the whiteboard in the living room. That's what so we're doing. So you really do actually want it to be collaborative? Yeah, I mean, we look. Here's the thing: the chance that we're both going to be edited at the same time is like zero, practically. So you could write it without having this really ridiculously sophisticated collision contingency management system and just kind of have like some sort of 
conservative like last right wins or whatever and that that'll work but can can we just have it with you using it for a week or two yeah that's fine. To, because you're going to find so many annoying things about it okay. and you're going to tell me that this needs to change sure etc and then because then you because remember you're user number two there's going to be scott and then you using it and you're going to send me videos or call me up or I'm annoy me or something videos. i'm just gonna bitch at you're you gonna, on you will bitch at Discord. me you'll send me texts you'll be no. like you'll be like dude McListy sucks. <laughs> McListy. <laughs> McListy. That okay. might be up. <laughs> I really you wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> I, I wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> I mean, um, Listy is so general, but McListy. Well, you know what? You know what? It just popped up. I was watching. Uh, I was watching some YouTube thing on the... So when I get up in the morning and I'm having some breakfast, I tend to watch YouTube videos on on the main, like, family room because you mm-hmm. can watch it. You know, those videos are, like, 10 or 15 minutes long. Like, I don't want to start a damn Netflix series. I'm not going to watch a movie off Amazon. Mm-hmm. Right? So what am I going to watch? YouTube videos are great because you can find all these little stupid videos for 15 minutes or mm-hmm. just long enough date. And so they were doing a retrospective on... Um, Super bad. Do you remember that movie? I love that show. Yeah, I love that. And Ma- I was just thinking of McLovin. <laughs> you remember McLovin? Yeah, right. Love the that kid guy. that's like the seventeen or year old kid or whatever creates a fake ID and the name he uses is, is McLovin. <laughs> 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 let's, let's love that. So McListy has that going for it because a lot of people are going to think of McLovin and everybody loves McLovin. The problem is, <laughs> like, McListy would really hurt it. Like, it would it would hurt its actual, like, true potential. <laughs> Until you think don't so. You I don't think, know. I'm, you know what? You know what I've just realized? Hmm. I've just realized that this idea of you being a name a naming god mm-hmm. is a complete fallacy. You're terrible at naming. That's what I've just realized. What are you talking like, about? You've got such a bad track record. Texing. No. Awful <laughs> name. Awful. That was you. Nodesy. Oh, that was funny. Nodesy. No, that's that's a bad funny. name. I think it's funny. Listy McListerton. Uh, no, that's not, a bad you're not name. Not even the right. I didn't. That's not the name. List. You see, you. I can't even remember the name that you came up with right, just let, a minute ago. Let's let's move on. Let's move on. What? <laughs> what? So what else? So, so are we done? Are, are we done with McListy? Or is there anything else? No. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's some more. Okay. There's what are we more. doing? We're doing. Okay. So the left nav, obviously, it's working. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm super happy with it. It's even faster than Apple Notes at <laughs> switching pages. That's so great. Apple Notes, the native software, like I did a, did a few different tests and it's like it changes pages faster than Apple Notes. I'm like, holy shit. Is it like Minority cool. Report? It predicts, the few, it predicts what you're going to click on and just go ahead and moves it over? I do have that as a blog idea. I had that as a blog idea because of the change set stuff, which essentially creates creates what's going to happen before it happens. Mm-hmm. And then you apply the change set. And I thought that might be a fun idea about a blog post. Like, <laughs> Predictive, <laughs> like this, yeah. Like, like scaling scaling through doing, uh, the, creating the future before it happens. What is it that they um, do? Like, that isn't like, that something that sort of predictive pipelining stuff they do in like the architecture of microprocessors or something? They do like different potential ways you're going to go and pick the fastest way ahead of time just based on prediction. Interesting. I didn't know. I'm not. I I don't know a whole lot about. I just remember that. I mean, this has been a hyper pipelining or hyper. I don't know what that was called. But um, but for the left nav, I also I need to tweak it a little bit because I think it's 
as I've been using it, I think that that would be one thing that you would be complaining about. And I don't want to, that complaint. Got it. Because no, you, okay. it's not perfect. So how many levels <laughs> deep can I go on the left of the nav? Oh, the infinite. Infinite. Infinite yeah, levels. Infinite as much as you want, yeah. Okay. Um, and that works already. So with undoing, which I um, have recently redone, um, was thinking about changing its name to Time Warp, <laughs> the undo system. Okay. But um, one thing that uh, that I tweaked and added is that um, the concept of checkpoints. Mm -hmm. Because before I was undoing it, and it was, let's say you selected like 20 nodes mm -hmm. and you deleted them. Mm -hmm. Like every node was would be like an undo operation. Mm -hmm. So you'd have to be clicking Apple Z, Apple Z, Apple Z, Apple Z to get mm -hmm. the 20 nodes back. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh man, I've got to make this smarter. So I just introduced this idea of doing a checkpoint. So it's like, that's that's working very nicely. Um, and also that undo thing, when I introduced the left nav, was kind of painful because you're working away on one page, then you go into another page and you're clicking undo and it's going, cannot compute. Mm. <laughs> like, the nodes do not exist. Got it. Right, right, right. So you have to switch the change that to the so, correct context. The correct context. So, so basically I had to make it so that every page has its own undo stack. Yeah. 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 So that was, you know, okay. But then that introduced a new problem, which was the left nav itself was is considered a document. So mm. how do you undo that? Because that's never a selected page. <clears throat> right. So anyway, I solved that by putting up a little button that just says, you did this, this thing. This is not a document. <laughs> you did this thing. Do you want to undo it? <laughs> right. Okay. So that is now done. Um, and... Apart from the blog post, that's everything on list. I was going to talk a little bit through the blog post, but you look super bored, so maybe not. Oh. Well, why don't you save it for the blog post? <laughs> <laughs> if you got a All blog right. post coming, let's okay. uh, unless you want to, unless there's something you want to talk through. Mm. No, no, that's probably. Are you not just going to give us the audio version of the the blog post? Mm, no, that's probably probably not a bad idea. What about um? Let's we've we've been going half an hour. Let's talk about Math Academy. Well, the big news is that Washington Post article came out today. Surprise, surprise. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Which you is know, like it not the um, expected. It was uh it did not deliver the traffic we expected. You know, we got uh on the orders of hundreds of visitors. Mm. We got about twenty some twenty accounts signed up today. Um nice. So it's not nothing, but it isn't this like, oh my God, the Washington Post is going to be huge. You got to upgrade your servers. I mean, that was a total, that was a total yeah. waste. Um, well, I did, I did mention that. I, I, I said that to you, that you probably wouldn't need to upgrade your servers and that it would be very low traffic because it's not like a Hacker News front page. Yeah. Well, it's, the, it's not Hacker News, but it's also, so they do have it like, somebody said, I, so, so somebody emailed me. And they're like, hey, you know, just read it on the Washington Post. And I was like, wait, this is not supposed to come out on Wednesday. I'm like, is he, did he read the article from years ago that somebody happened to forward him? Am I just confused? And he said, no, it was like on the Edge, the homepage of like the Edge browser or something, you know, or something like that. And, um, or maybe because he's interested in education or whatever. But, uh, yeah, apparently it came out today and, um, you know, 
a little just it was a little disappointing just because I mean, we thought it was going to be a, a much bigger deal than that. Do you have any idea how many people uh, hit the page? You said a hundred on the order of hundred. So so the thing is, I just set up Google Analytics like a uh, day or so ago, so it doesn't have all the data yet. Like it generally takes like forty eight hours to. Okay. Initialize or something like you can look at the real time. Then he's and Sandy said there's like 50 people at, at, at every half 30 minutes. Okay, and you so and you've had like 20 actual purchases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Much better than you realize. Okay. Yeah. Well. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there, that's that's so. That's what I told Sandy because I, I before we got on the show, I was like, I said real quick, what, look at the what about the analytics? What, what, how many people came? And if like five thousand people came or ten thousand people, we had twenty signups. I'd be like, oh god, that sucks. But yeah, like nobody, you know, just didn't just didn't drive much traffic. Um, you know, because like you said, it's it's a it's not the hacker news kind of a thing. So, but. I guess we're now we're probably up we're know, maybe like 130 maybe close close on 100 140 um so what I, what I was going to say is that um shit if you had 500 people hit your page mm-hmm. and you sold 20 sales mm-hmm. that's 4% of actual selling to completely cold traffic mm-hmm. that is really really good like like it's a great starting point because Cold, cold traffic doesn't sell normally. Yeah, so you know what I mean? this is one thing that I was telling Sandy. I was like, okay, look, you know, because we were both like, ah, it's like kind of disappointing. The the lack of traffic was a little disappointing. You know, I mean, we were expecting. Mm. Uh, look, I wasn't expecting that you were going to have thousands of people signing up. Right, I didn't wasn't expecting that. Um, that I was expecting more than twenty people over the first five or six hours. You know, I was expecting closer to fifty or seventy or something like that. I was I was hoping we could get like, you know, a hundred signups, maybe like double the double, sort of almost double the. Maybe not quite base. double it, but yeah, close to. You know, it's like we're 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 at like six thousand dollars monthly run rate, and I was hoping maybe we get to ten or so. And keep keep in mind that it is going to it, it's long tail, so mm-hmm. you will get you will get continue to get that slow steady trickle. So I do think that there's a chance that you it could end up at fifty, for example, yeah. say fifty. You know? Yeah, no, and I, that you're right, right. So, but um, so we're having this discussion. We're like, huh, it's a little, yeah, it's a little disappointing, you know, because um, we didn't even realize that we think it was happening at first. It wasn't like the hacker news, you yeah. know, thing where it was like. You every time you refresh the page, there were ten more demo requests. You know, it was just like, oh, you got a few. I was like, wow, we got some organic traffic. All came in New York. That's weird. Maybe there's a pod of people. Well, at first, we just thought it because every one of the first ten or almost every one was in New York, and so th- Sandy thought, oh, maybe it's like a pod. Maybe it's like someone who's like, hey, my daughter's been using this Math Academy thing for the last few weeks. It works really well. You know, maybe they get like a little gifted learning pod. And it's like, why don't we get everybody to sign up for it? And they all agree and everybody signed up. That's kind of right. what I was imagining something like that scenario, right? Like, because everyone was so concentrated in New York, right? It wasn't like spread out. Um, but then it turned out that, you know, and that guy emailed me and he mentioned reading about it on the Washington Post that I started to, you know, seeing and I did a little research and we go, oh, wow, I guess it did launch um, or did go, did get published. So, 
but here's the thing with 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 this. Okay, so when you're signing up, at least when you're signing up your kid, that is a family decision, right? You don't go yeah. and just sign your kid up for something typically, no, no. right? You typically yeah. go say, "Hey, sweetheart, so I uh you remember how we were talking about how we got to find something for you know our kid and it's this you know I I saw this thing it looks kind of interesting you should check it out maybe maybe we, maybe we give this a shot right and mm. they're like oh what what is it uh, and then they go and maybe look at her oh you know I gotta I gotta take so and so there and we gotta do some stuff but maybe I'll look at it I'll look at it later but it sounds interesting right so it, it turns into a multi day kind of discussion right. Did you look at the thing? Yeah, oh, I looked at it. Okay, what do you think? Well, I don't know. It's 30 days. I guess it's free. First month, we give it a try, you know. So it's like, it's not an impulse buy, right? It is mm-hmm. a, it is a kind, it is, a, it is something you typically are going to spend a little bit of time talking about. Now, if your significant other is sitting there across the room, you know, or you're having coffee together and, and, you know, maybe you just make a decision, hey, let's give it a shot. Or one parent is like, look, I'm in charge of education. Dad is not doesn't think about this stuff i'll just do it right that happens right a lot of times parents are just sort of like look this is my domain that's your domain i'm just gonna we're just gonna do this but more often than not i think it tends to be sort of a a a group decision and so when that happens that means it like you said it's it's not just a long tail of well it's going to be shared over the internet and people it's more like people are going to think about this and talk about it over a period of a week or so Mm. Is what I yeah. think. So, yeah. Um, I mean, at least that's how it's Sandy gonna be long term. That's how that's how Sandy and operate. I don't think we're particularly strange. I mean, it'd be it'd be this kind of a thing where she gets up way earlier than me. She reads about it and then she mentions it, and I'm like, oh, okay, we're, we're, you know. But have you considered how important these people are? Like those twenty people are so important for you to monitor and watch and see exactly what they do because they represent real people like they're the first people who don't have like this soft intro from you they're not like adults signing up you know you know coming through that way they're totally your actual market and if they're not engaged like you you really could could learn a lot from this this yeah well you know coincidentally i built a dashboard for this yesterday (laughs) well because sandy's like sandy's like Two days ago, I think I posted about this in Discord. She's like, hey, you know, I don't have any way. I can't even see what's going on. Like, the, you know how she's monitoring behavior? She literally just looks at the Stripe dashboard, which ju- oh, all it wow. says is that here's an email list. Somebody signed up. Yeah, that's no. That's good. <laughs> I said, <laughs> and, you know, but, you know, but we were scrambling to get, like, the basic functionality working, right? We don't have a page that talks about the courses. We don't have a way to do any, uh, just, uh, just sign up. We don't have a way to do, you know, it's like I got to, but I had to spend time doing all that stuff. It's like, you know, internal tools to monitor stuff was like, you know, as long as I could see it somehow, you know, it was good enough. But, but Sandy is very involved in dealing with and communicating with customers, right? So I built that. Yeah, uh, I basically it took me like two days to totally get it working. Well, what is that? Well, like, what what's the information you you? Okay, well, now? um, you know, there's a list. There's a reverse chronological list of okay. student accounts. It shows you whether it's their account or or it's the it's the it'll give like a little icon to show it's like is is the, is it like an adult account or is it an account for a kid, right? Yeah, their name. 
what course they're in. Um, and then it's just basically how much XP they've done and how, when they signed up and basically how many days have they, how many days have elapsed since they've done anything. So you can What's see, the chronological list ordered? Reverse by? chronological, just by time when they created. Right. I mean, oh, by by account created. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Let's, let's, I mean, look, I'm going to add sorting and filtering. This is just like yeah. V1, get something up. And that's kind of the mode we're in these days, just getting basic stuff up. It's not like we have 10,000 users, right? I mean, it's not that hard to, you know. And so then you can see, like, if anybody's done anything or if they've done, you know, because you can look at it and go, okay, well, this person signed up a week ago and they've done anything. We should send them an email, right? Or this person did a bunch. And then stopped. Like they, it, it means different things. But then you can click on that person's name, and then we have like the all of their information, their XP goals, and their this and their that, and their email or parent guardian email. All so we can contact them, and you know the the Stripe ID stuff. So everything we everything that she would need to sort of understand what's going on. And but then there's also a task list, right? So behavior in the system, what you do. As you as you as you as you um, complete learning tasks, lessons, mm -hmm. reviews, quizzes, multi-part questions, diagnostic data. That is what you do. So you just look a chronicle list of here are the tasks they've done. This is how much XP they're awarded. This is when they did it. Whatever. So you can just look at that and go. That's that's the only thing that matters. Clicking around. If you're clicking around, and you're not doing any tasks. You're not doing anything. So you can see exactly. Do you remember when we went to MicroConf like 10 years ago? <laughs> mm -hmm. And one of the things that they were speaking about, whether that first MicroConf or maybe the second one that we went to, a lot of people were talking about cohorts. Mm -hmm. Cohort, cohort, cohort. I was like, I didn't really understand why cohorts were important at the time. Mm -hmm. But now thinking about this cohort of users that just came from this one source from, this, from the Times, it seems to me super important for you to, to be able to understand and go, ah, that was a Times user. I need to understand what their behavior is. Are they slow? You know, Washington Post user or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something you might need to just keep keep in your mind. Just like, okay, they came from. Do you do you track the source? I guess you do. You you in the sign up form, you kind of say where did you come from. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a, it's not like we have a refer link. I say, you know, how, you know, I basically where did you? How'd you hear about us? How'd you hear about us? And, and basically, then I also ask them, what's the primary reason for the student using it? You know, um, those are the pieces. That's the that's the only thing I ask them. That's going to be important then, you know, just looking at the groupings of that, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the, you're right. I mean, there is cold traffic versus referrals, yeah. right? Yeah. But some of these people came up from Hacker News. A lot of them signed up for their kids. They weren't just adults. So don't 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 misunderstand and think they're all adults. And these people. Well, what's the what's the usage been like then from the Hacker News people? From those because those people are essentially cult. cult yeah, they as are well. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so what was the what's the usage? It's been a like? it's a mix. You have some people who've done a ton. Yeah. You've done people who've done some, and then you have people who've done nothing. Um. But, you know, a couple people, it's like they signed up and like I'm actually talking to them. They're like, oh, hey. And they're like, listen to me. Hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm just really busy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get going on it. Right. So, you know, what we've been doing and what is sending in, uh, you know, our, that we haven't done this yet, but she'll send an email after like a few days just to kind of check and say, hey, how are things going? Da, da, da. But what we need to do is start sending some more follow up emails to check in on this stuff. So 
the 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 key i think the key um or the real low hanging fruit for us is um email notifications and email notifications is, is really is an ongoing ongoing dialogue with a parent about what's happening or not mm -hmm. happening or what could happen right it's like think about you hire a tutor for your kid right but the two you're a little out of the loop right so imagine mm -hmm. that you're out of the loop kids don't give very good information so would you learn what'd you guys do what'd you learn you know they, they don't kids don't <laughs> tell you anything no they don't and so it's so they a really good tutor or maybe hire a, a coach for a sport or a music teacher or something like that right you hire this person and a really someone who's really good at that job will say hey here is what we're gonna here are our goals this is what we're gonna try and do um, this is how far along we are. Here's how things went today. Here's what I want. This is what we're going to be doing soon. You know, hey, I, I know you guys missed a few weeks because you've been out of town. We need to get back going on it. Da, da, da. You know, so it's like it's an ongoing dialogue about these things, right? Because mm -hmm. if you don't do those things, parents, I mean, kids are like, they're like puppies or something. They just, they just run off and do whatever, right? They are unfocused. They are, and they are typically not interested in doing any kind of work of, of any kind, right? They kids just want to play, right? Yeah, they want to watch TikTok or YouTube or jump on Roblox or whatever they, depending on their age, they they but they don't want to exert any effort. Kind of like adults, <laughs> but they don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. But um, so there has to be an expectation kind of a goal from the parent like this is what we're trying to achieve right these are my expectations and you need to help the parent achieve those expectations you help them understand what's achievable what are the daily or weekly requirements when their student is or is not doing what they're supposed to be doing in a timely fashion so the parent can respond and and enforce the behavior that they want so it's like mm -hmm. look if you say, look, my, um, you know, my daughter is homeschooled. She does math. I mean, this is going to be her math course. And we're going to put her on 40 XP a day, 40 minutes a day. Okay? Let's say mm -hmm. that's the thing. Then if a parent, if a kid doesn't do that for a day, what you don't want to do right now, what we're doing, for instance, is I send a weekly summer email. But that's not good enough. Because it's another, oh no, they that sucks. You want to know at the end of that day, hey, uh, Sarah only did five XP today. I was like, what are you doing? Why? Why you're on? Look, what are you sitting there on? Been on YouTube for the last hour and a half. You haven't done. Oh, okay, get off YouTube and finish. It, you know. So, but if you wait till Saturday, right? Here's what happens. Now it's a huge deal because they didn't do anything all week. So now what's your what's your what's your choice as a parent? Your choice is to make. A th big thing out of it and be like, look, you did not do what you're supposed to do all week. I'm upset with you. I'm disappointed in your choices and what you didn't do. You are therefore not going to do these fun things that we all wanted to do because you didn't do it right. Right. So now it's this big thing, right? Or you choose to not enforce it at all, in which case now you have this situation where there is no accountability. And the kid's like, okay, great. I don't guess I don't do anything. And so, so anyway, we're not doing that, but that's like top of my list. Yeah. 
so this might be a contentious idea, but but just thinking about email blindness comes in so quickly. You know, like people like just people don't like their inbox filling up. Not not when it comes to your kid. Okay, because what I was wondering is, I, I was wondering to make it really personal. Could it be text? Yeah, yeah. You could, you could, but because it, it could be like Jason texting. It, it could be like that experience that you're talking about, the actual you, tutor, you Jason could, or Sandy. You could do that, and we could offer text as an option if people want to know if they want to, um, uh, uh, set, create create that setting, right? But here's the thing: when you're a parent and someone sends you an email about how your kid did. You're gonna read that damn email, okay? Right, your kid. You know, Jack is a null enough, so you're not really dealing with this stuff too much. But, but how often would you send it out? Like every day? Yeah, I get an email. Or, I get an email. So, so my my Izzy, my middle child. Yeah. She is. She goes to Fusion Academy, which is this one-on-one school. You have you have one-on-one tutors, right? Have I talked about this on the show? No. Okay, no. so just a little background. Just, she is ADHD, struggles in a normal classroom environment, doesn't pay attention. Teachers get frustrated. They don't know how to deal with it. She doesn't learn anything, right? Yeah. We've been in public school. We've been in private school. It's a total zero. So finally, we, um, we sent her to this place called Fusion Academy. And um, it's uh, one-on-one. Speaking of the devil. I love it because... The devil. She's walked, she, walked right in. I love it because she just walked in. Yeah. Yeah, and then she, then she sort of said, put her head in, and then she's like, "Oh, walk away, walk away, yeah. walk away." <laughs> yeah. So she, at, at Fusion Academy, they ever have they have uh, it's one on one sessions with a tutor. She either has two or three classes a day, two or three one on one sessions, and she owns a class Monday through Thursday. There's no class on Friday, so it's awesome. And she has almost no homework because you're one on one, you get a ton done, and yeah. she's learning a ton every time we ask her stuff. She knows all about stuff. I'm like, wow, you really are learning about this stuff, and and she doesn't that's, hate it. She cool. like actually likes it, so it's okay. it's amazing. Now it's expensive as hell. I mean, it's like I don't know, fifty thousand a year or forty. I mean, it's like going to center to private college. But we were, okay. we were kind of in a situation where we were just, uh, we were just, we had no other choice. She was not learning. Is it in pass? Yeah, and they have, but they have them all over the place. I had a buddy of mine sends his. He lives up in like. Um, Oakland, and he sends his his uh, son to uh, yeah. So she wasn't learning, and you, what are you going to do? You got to set them up for life. So yeah, I mean, yeah. like I said, it was very, it's very expensive. Now we have the resources to do it. Um, but uh, anyway, the point is, I get an email every day with a paragraph for each teacher that had her that day, with a synopsis of what they'd covered and how she did and who did how she's learning her progress. I love it. Do you think, okay. J- Justin, do you think that I would ever delete that email or not read it? You're out of your damn mind. Okay, so, because yeah. the other point is, is that, like, if you are sending good, oh, he did, you know, he did, like, 10 questions, like, he got through this, he got through that. So, that's really great. So, it's, if if there's problem ones, then that's also good to know about. That's right. So, it's, like, it's a combination of... Hey, look how much progress we've made. Like here's a graph of the of the of the percent of the course they've learned. This is the rate they're learning. This is when they're target estimated to finish it. Hey, if they could maybe increase, maybe if they're doing less than they should, if they got up to here, they would finish the whole course by December 1st and you know, kind of setting a goal. 
hey, uh, looks like they struggled on this quiz, and it looks like they rushed, and here, here are some reasons why that happens. You know, oops, it looks like we haven't seen her in the last two days, and we're behind mm. schedule. You know, a kind of a mix. Hey, here are you know, like a success stories. Here are the kind of things that can happen. There are all kind of things that can motivate and but also give parents tools right so for instance this one girl um who was in one of our, our calculus classes at, in, the, in the school um uh she was sort of like not getting a lot done in class she was just kind of messing around and then she, she would leave all of her work to do at home well most of the kids are literally getting every bit of their xp done in class they had their ap calculus and they'd have zero homework mm. Which is amazing, right? Because AP calculus yeah. is a lot of work. So she would, they, they, our kids have, if they, if they actually do what they're supposed to do, they have zero homework, never have homework, okay. which is amazing. The, now you're talking about the the Pasadena in in the in, in, in the class, kid, right? In class kids, yeah. This particular girl was not so inclined <laughs> to focus in on class. She liked to have her mom help her, which okay. her mom was not loving. Right. Oh, okay. this is a lot of damn work. You know, I get to new story. So here's the thing, Justin: when your kids get a little older, when or when I'm sorry, when Jack mm -hmm. gets a little older, you're not going to want to help him with his homework every night when he's like in eighth, ninth, tenth grade. You're gonna be like, dude, like, okay, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? You're like, okay, what? You know, it's like do your damn homework. Right? It's it's as one as on one hand, as a parent, you want to help or whatever, but sometimes you're just like, ah, you know, I got stuff to do. I I, I did my homework. I went to high school, man. I did it. You do yours, right? Like I don't want to be doing, <laughs> you know. Um. Anyway, so so. What was the tool? Here, here, here the point. That's what I'm, so let, let I'm hanging on the edge and of yeah, this. So the tool. So mom's getting a little frustrated. So I so Justin. He's in one justice. She's one justice. So he he uh, emails the mom and just said, "Hey, you know, because they're kind of he's like, I don't know. She's not really focused on class." And mom's like, "Yeah, I don't know. I know." And this. So then mom comes up with this idea. She says, "So the, this apparently this girl, one she loves to read." So mom says, "You know what? If you get your XP during the week, I will buy you a book on the weekend." Problem solved. Problem solved. She does all her work in class, gets it done, gets a book every weekend. Mom's happy. She's happy. Justin's happy. I'm happy. Everybody's happy, right? So, so like, how? What will you do? You'll just sort of send these kind of ideas to. to yeah, it's the... like you know, it's setting up an incentive structure. The importance of setting up an incentive structure, mm -hmm. and it could vary. You know, and and it's on that scale of stick and carrot, right? If you do this or you do well, then you get to do this. Or you get to yeah. have this. You get, we can have pizza on Friday, or we can watch that TV show you want at night, or you can play the video game, or you whatever kind of carrot you want to throw. Up. But you're gonna say, or if you don't do this, then this is what happens, right? And you know, every kid has different buttons, and every parent knows what buttons they can push to get behaviors they want out of their kids, right? Mm -hmm. And but if but if you have parents who are like, I don't want to do anything, then it's not gonna work. Right? Unless you happen to have a kid who just loves learning math for their own reasons. And we yeah. do have some kids like that, but they're in the the more minority. In the same way that this girl wanted to read for her own reasons. She, you know, other kids want to just do math because it's just fun for them. Yeah, they yeah. just love learning math. And again, that gets yeah. it's it's a if you have one of those kids, you know, congratulations. Um, but <laughs> even of the kids who are really high aptitude and really love it, you know, all things being equal, they'd rather play, you know, Fortnite. 
right? Right. So, which I, I get, <clears throat> you know. Um, but it, but it's like, just as an example, you have to help parents understand the importance of setting up an incentive structure. It, or, but another thing is, like, you, you can't make too many assumptions about every kid. Like, every family has a little different set of priorities, set of values, how much importance they're putting on this, et cetera, right? And so mm-hmm. you can't say, well, you should do this. It's like, here are things you can do. And, like, um, I was just thinking of one. Um, well, it doesn't matter. But anyway, it's just, like, here are strategies, right? Strategies. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the other thing is like, you know how like my, my buddy, uh, Phil, you know, he, he always just say like, the good workout you follow is, is infinitely better than the great workout you don't. Yeah. Right. So, you know, parent who says like, ah, oh, he's going to put 80 XP a day, but he's not doing it. It's like, well, do, <laughs> why do you do 20? You know, like you get a lot done. If you do 20 minutes a day, every day, you get a fair amount done. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to do 80. I mean, look, if... If the kid wants to do 80 and you guys want to blow the roof off with this thing and you want to learn like five years of math in one year and then fine, do that. But if kid is not on board with that, right? Like set it at 20 or 30 or something and just do it at five days a week and you'll be, our system is so efficient. You'll be shocked at how fast they move. You still get a lot done. So anyway, it's that kind of a thing you want to say to parents, right? These are these kind of how to think about XP, how to find success with the system, right? I know you want your kid to, to, to you know, to go to MIT when they're 13 or whatever, but maybe that's okay if they don't. Maybe it's okay if they, they don't learn algebra in three months. Maybe they learn it in six on their own. That's totally fine. I had a question. This is not like, so I, I think well, we, we're kind of done with this, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, the port, anyway, <clears throat> the la- sum it up. The emails, the primary interface with parents, the primary user experience is going to be email. Not yeah. that they can't log in, but if you can give them the information they need without having to log in, they will be, they will prefer that. They, they will just check it out. Oh, here's what's going on. And you need to send different types of emails and you'd keep a regular ongoing conversation. So if you had, for instance, if you had a really good trainer or nutritionist or something, they'd be pinging all the time. Hey, Justin, good job on what you did yesterday. Let's keep it up. Hey, let's set a goal here. Hey, this is, you know, this is, look at this, you know, that's stuff's important. It works. You could, you, one thing you could do, which in this case, although in almost every other case wouldn't work, you could put a little button on that email that just said, click here to let us know you read it because there's there is no way to know that they read it uh, mm-hmm. because of uh, different uh, privacy stuff that a- Apple have done. Like email tracking doesn't. Yeah, work I was even a worry about email tracking. I mean, look if if people don't read it, I mean that's fine. I mean it's like all all I can do is try and help. You know, like you can talk to people and they may just not listen, or they don't care, right? Mm-hmm. And all you can do is say here's the here's the information you should have, and you try to motivate them. Either it works or it doesn't. So you don't think that you would it would be useful to know if they'd read it? Nah, not really. Okay. I mean, I mean, it would probably be better. I mean, ultimately, the only thing that matters is if the student is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Okay, right? Yeah, and if, as you see that little little line moving on if, the first if, student if, if, a, if, a, if a if a kid is making progress and and passing their le- tasks and stuff, then all's good. 
Yeah, actually, I've got like five different things I want to say, here, which are like a little interjection, slightly different from Math Academy. We can circle back to Math Go Academy. Um, you you mentioned Phil. I wanted to say one thing. Uh, Colby's uh, interview that I did with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I someone said in the Discord that Colby sounds like a, a like a, a Jason mini me, right? But I actually thought he sounded like an exact cross between Jason and Phil. <laughs> um so like there was there was when he said um he has he uses that the, that same um intonation like when 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 he said at the very beginning of the show he's like i thought you guys had you know i didn't realize you had two two thousand people like i didn't realize it was the inner circle mm-hmm. you know just the inner circle that sounded exactly like phil <laughs> like, it does okay. sound like phil yeah, you know yeah. it's just like that kind of sarcastic thing that mm-hmm. phil does so there was that was one thing I wanted to to mm-hmm. just bring up to you and uh, wonder. Hmm, yeah. this is interesting. Um, well, Phil has hasn't been around here. He moved back like to Chicago like four or five years ago. So yeah, hasn't. But maybe it's just you. He overhears you you chatting with Phil or something. No, I don't know. No. But not really. So I don't know how I picked. It's just coincidental. I think. But the other thing I wanted to say is that um, <clears throat> I really enjoyed his answer about what sound does he like? Mm-hmm. Uh, because first of all, he was really funny. He was like, what do you mean? Like a tone? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like a waveform? Like, but then he, then he thought about it. He's like, yeah, I really enjoy the sound of a, the weights coming down on a new PR. Clank. I was like, that's a good answer. That is a good answer. Because I don't know what kind it's of... Re- people ask this kind of questions. They have like lightning round that they ask these inter- these inter- podcast interviews, which I, I actually kind of hate. <laughs> And but everybody does in these days, and it just it's the weirdest questions. It's like, what am I, what am I supposed to say? But that is surprisingly a good answer from him. That's because really I don't think I'd have a good answer. All right. Um. Anyway, that was just a, a little segue, just mm-hmm. because you mentioned Phil. Um. But the question, the couple of questions that I wanted to ask you. Um. One of them is about. I, I'm assuming that you are ultimately going to write blog posts, mm-hmm. and that in the blog posts you are going to invite people maybe to uh, to a discord or a a chat uh, some chat kind of way of being part of it or maybe you're not what i do don't you mean? know uh, well like <clears throat> i was thinking at the end of my blog post saying you know um you know obviously feel free to use list and uh uh you know join the discord if you want join my discord if you want to do chat like chat with me about it mm-hmm. so you know um and so then the question i was going to ask is do you think that we should just ask people to join the texting Discord, no. or should we make a new li- Discord for that product for Math Academy? Well, for List and Math Academy, or should they? I don't be even know if I, I don't know if I'm going to do channel? that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if well, I, do I will definitely do it for List. Should so, I do it? No. Should I bring them into texting, or should I do a List standalone Discord? I think you should do a standalone. Standalone. Okay. And that's the different. Yeah, it's a different thing. And then the other the other question, which is slightly related, is: Do you think that the blogs that I do should be the list blog, or should they be justinvincent.com? List. Okay. So, but it, but still in a very kind of personal way. So it's like a single person building a product. Yeah. Posting on list. 
So it's obvious that it's this one person. I mean, the question is, is is this just a little side project, a little bullshit thing that you're messing around with and you do it on your own thing? Is this like a really a serious thing? Then do it on list, you know, because you have all these little things. Oh, you're not playing with this idea and I'm messing around with this open source. No, no, this is your own thing. Is this this a real going to start up? Then do it. Then you got to commit to it and you got to, you know, I, I, that's the way I would think about it. Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I I agree. I think that um cuz I was thinking that there might be some some potential, you know, audience growth if we brought them into the texting Discord no. because we post because we do post um like anytime a thing is released, I always post it in texting. Maybe that might get us more listeners or something. I don't but don't worry I about don't that. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, okay. you look, if what I, what you could do is when you have your list, you know, email list or your list blog, you can say, hey, if you're interested in hearing about the development of list, I talk about mm-hmm. it. Um, I, I talk about it every other week on my podcasts. That yeah, would be there's, that there's would no, be the thing. Yeah. If you're interested in the development, which a lot of people are not. Yeah. And if they just be like, they'd come in and they'd be like, listen, what is this math academy thing? What are they talking about? I came in to talk about lists. So the people are going to be confused and who's Colby okay. and what is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's not the list, right, it's not the list podcast. So a lot All of right. people are going to be confused. And, and, you know, there's so much backstory to all, some of the things that we're talking about. A lot of people have a really hard time getting traction. Like, I don't understand what these guys are talking about. Who's Phil? You know, like, what? <laughs> Right, I mean, it's just weird to be weird. Yeah. So, okay, um, I don't think that. Yeah, would... not not very many people like Mark who listen to the whole thing, no. powered powered through it, listen to he's, it. He's a power one. listener. That's kind of insane. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. I'm glad. I was thinking along the same lines, but I just wanted to just check, you know, just to, to get your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's that. That was my quick little segue. So, um, what else about? Well, math well, let's see. So, I mean, we were talking about on. Um, discord about the uh analytics i thought that was kind of an interesting interesting discussion so um initially i just set up google analytics because sandy's like you know i don't have any analytics (laughs) i'm like i need something give me something i'm like look she's blind blind i mean she has no information other than an email support emails that she gets and stripe so I created a dashboard for, her and then I installed the you know Google Analytics. But then I remember hearing that uh, what was that Michael Siebel from Y Combinator? He's like, look, if you're using Google Analytics, you're doing it wrong. If you're like have a SaaS company, you need to install any one of these other types of you know app based mix panels, you know whatever. And I was like, like where, one way you trigger where you like tracking every single event that mm-hmm. happens, and you're like looking at all the event. Yeah, yeah. But um. So I thought, you know, I'm new to this. What is there something I'm supposed to know? I mean, am I being uncool and I don't know it? <laughs> and um, and uh, that was when you know, because that that's what they you who who is who was it? I can't remember. One of someone uh, suggested plausible. .io mm, and right. you suggested use Fathom, Fathom, which are yeah. looks like they're somewhat similar in that they don't require cookies so you're not in violation you know they don't have the that was it the gdpr or whatever the hell that your yeah. eu yeah. thing is that has a stupid thing that pops up on every website you know do you accept oh, the cookies so the cookies 
Yeah. I mean, it's just... That's great. I don't, I don't have to do that because I'm not going to be using cookies either. So, but Google Analytics requires you to do that. Is that right? Uh, I don't think it does. No, I don't think you have to do that okay. if you use Google Analytics. Okay. I think that's on them. But I, I'm probably completely wrong. I don't know. Okay. So, but what the issue was that people brought up, which was interesting, was that yeah. if people have an, have an ad blocker, then they are basically uh, invisible do. to Google Analytics. Yeah. And upwards of 42% of the people in 2022 now have ad blockers. And so you're... Well, the, in the tech, like, as Mark pointed out, like, pretty much everyone in his audience... The 80% of the... Was that, was that yeah. Mark who's... Is that 80% of the Yeah, Mark, yeah. So, yeah, because, because the tech people are very, you know, yeah. they're very anti-ads. Right, right. So... Well, the number I saw was the forty-two percent was just like in the U.S. Period. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So I mean, that's, that's a lot. That's a pretty. I was like, that's a Jesus. Lot. You know. Um. I mean, but the point you brought up, which is like, well, you know, at least give you gives you an idea of what's going on. You put a Google Analytics, and you get a good yeah. idea. I mean, like, I'm not running A/B tests. I got yeah. hundreds of. I got hundreds of user <laughs> visitors. I mean, it's like nothing, right? So it's like no traffic. So it's like this, like. Um, it's not a big thing to worry about, but um, what I can't remember. I, I see. I see. Everybody has usernames. So I don't know who says what half the time. That's why I use my real name. So I like. I know. You know. Okay, Jason said this. So you know it's you. Yeah, I know it's me. <laughs> you know, they know it's me. And I, so, but somebody said, well, you know, at least it, as long as you're saving the stuff on the server, and you rotate your logs. I'm like, dude, the save the what on the, what are they talking about? <laughs> and so I was just, well, I think what he means is that you're actually saving all the events of the server as well. And, but then you also got to rotate the logs because it's a lot of data. I'm like, wait a minute. Why would I do that? I thought Google Analytics is like, well, you know, the reality is that you're missing all this data. And I was like, damn it. I was like, okay. So what you're telling me is the client side stuff is incomplete. So you got to save it on the server. And so my thing is, if you're going to do it on the server anyway, why are you going to even bother with the client side stuff? Well, it's yeah, and then uh, and then what I replied to you, which you're is like, you're basically point. damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, because look, if the Google Analytics stuff, you lose forty percent, mm -hmm. right? You lose, but server side, you gain another seventy percent of bots. So if you're just tracking stuff on the server, it's like. Well, that's what I found with Morning Brief. 70% of that is just shit. Right, so you had <laughs> so, to write some filtering. <laughs> so, but well, basically what I what I did, and I posted this up in, in the Discord, which is what you do is, and it's, it's super simple. I can explain to you in a second. It's not, yeah, it's not ahead, complicated. Sure. The first time the page loads, you use the server-side script to set a cookie. Mm -hmm. And that cookie is you just assign a unique you, you know, UUID mm -hmm. right, to that person. So you just say, okay, th that person has a cookie. Now they the page loads and they have javascript load and then you use the javascript to send that cookie to the server and say this is a real person you just do one single post mm -hmm. this uuid is a real mm -hmm. and so you just store it in a database and just say whenever you see this uuid it's a real person but every other if 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 that second confirmation so it's really just one page load mm -hmm. but it's just two things happening mm -hmm. it's a it's a server side and then it's a javascript yeah, post back. but that but the but the uid it, allows you to to connect the two it allows mm -hmm. you to connect the two mm -hmm. and basically if you don't get the post back from javascript then it's a bot right right yeah so it's simple so that's the best of both worlds 
keeps the super Yeah, because that's exactly that's what, what I was posting. That's what exactly I was thinking. Okay, so why don't you just do this? And so, yeah, which apparently right. was what you did. You just said, oh, you just got to take care of this. Other did a morning brief, and that that was an idea from um, Patrick McKenzie. He'd written a blog post about it years ago, and it worked fine. Um, yeah, it worked. It worked but great. The key is it so the issue great. is what you what you pointed out was that okay, so sir, it's not a big deal to do this. It doesn't take any rocket surgery to set this up, but you're going to get a lot of data. In which case, yeah, that's the, the problem. Is if you're putting it in your normal database and you like to regularly dumps of your local of of your database that you can get a copy locally and develop against it, right? Now you have this massive yeah. database and so it takes forever to download it. So it's a real pain in the ass. So what you did, which was the same thing, what I was thinking about is that you create a separate instance, a separate database. Just a separate, it's just, separate it's just your analytics yeah. database. And because yeah. you're not going to be copying this stuff locally down because you don't need to. You're not writing code against it really. But it's not even a bit like, it's not even that it's big because, um, once it's compressed, it's small. I mean, you, you can have a stats database that has a shitload, I mean, like millions of lines, um, and it's still a meg. The point is, is it just takes so long to load that in, in a MySQL Im import. Does it really? So that's what it is. It's it's time. It's like, I don't want to wait four hours for this freaking thing to import, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So that's what it's about. But yeah, it, it, it is big when it's unwrapped, you know, when it's just there. Well, so, the, th the thing about it is that you know, because you're in this, the analytics stuff, that kind of stuff, you're really connected to people who aren't users yet, right? Yeah. So they're really, it's a separate world. It's like, it's like the wormhole. You go through the wormhole, right? And once you're through the wormhole, you're in another universe. Like once you're in the app, I care about what you're doing in the app and all stuff. I don't care about all, but that's just disconnected from the whole analytics stuff. Once you know, okay, you came from here, I know this about you, and these are all, this is, I know all this information about you using it. So the analytics database is not, you're not doing, queries against the data in the the app database there's not a big well it, reason to do that there is a time where you want to merge the two because you this is going back to the cohort stuff and the campaign stuff and it's like if you know when, when you when you're getting really data sciencey about sales mm -hmm. you know like you you'll try you'll try a thing and you'll and then you'll get all the people coming in through that way and you you want to to get their initial uuid mm -hmm. And then see if that UID, <clears throat> which came from that campaign, ever becomes a customer. Mm -hmm. And then you want to look at the the cohort as a whole. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know, I've got 100 people. and I've got 10,000 people came in from that campaign thing that I did. How many of those 10,000 people turned into customers? Y you kind of have to marry the two some way mm -hmm. at that point. Right. So that's where you probably want to bring that UUID into your real app. And just track that they moved from an unknown person into that. But now, now you are <laughs> dealing with GDPR stuff because GDPR stuff isn't just about cookies; it is actually just about tracking people. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I, I actually said erroneously just a few minutes ago, I'm not using cookies either. But I kind of am still, in a sense, like no, you know, know some something about. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not mm -hmm. storing it; it could just right. be in their local system. But so that's something else to consider. Right. Yeah. So that means you have to put up the GDPR notice. Well, in you, well, I don't think. So I'm going to be storing stuff uh, in local database for people who are using it, and I think for people in Europe, I will not have to do any GDPR stuff because I don't know anything about them. It's all in their local database. But I think the moment that 
they create an account and then I store a, an ident like an identifier to know that it's them using that account. Mm -hmm. For European accounts only, I have to put up a GDPR cookie. Because here's my question. I mean, we don't live in Europe, so why do, what, how does, why does it, why do we have to care? Well, it's true because like European courts would have to track us down in America and come and like sue the, the shit out of us. <laughs> but they so can't sue us. A... They just they could they could find you. But if Spain find me, I don't go to Spain. Yeah, I don't care. It, it's probably just like a. I I don't know. I mean, I it's, I I think the same thing myself. But then when I speak to people, they're like, "Oh, you shouldn't do that." You you shouldn't do that because that could be you could it could be a bad reputation for you or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, sounds. I don't know. I mean, I guess the reality is that when you're when you're really tiny, nobody cares. It's it's only when you become a bigger no, company no, no. that people go, "Hey, listen," you know, they get they get all up in arms. I mean, with Nugget, I get I get like probably once every couple of months an email from one of these GDPR companies doing a like a, a request, uh, a, you know, remove my detail my details from your system. You know, what do you mean? And I'm like, so some like former they, user, basic, a former, a former nugget user is asking for you to, is that it? Hello? Yeah. You back? Yeah. What, what, so basically someone will say there's, there's companies that like have a, like a form. So it just says, okay, tell us the website that has your data. Tell us your email. And then we will send them an official looking request to completely expunge all of your data from their systems. Mm. And then that's part of GDPR mm. that, that, that you will comply with that. Okay. And so I then do instantly delete them from the database. Okay. But <laughs> I have to, I have to wonder like, I mean, if, if anyone does any kind of backups, are you going to, are you going to delete them from every backup? It's on Amazon. I don't even. I can't even. <laughs> like, if you send to, if you say Amazon, so, this, all of my all data from your system. This stuff is so stupid. It's just beyond. It's like who are designing these laws? Is it's idiotic. I mean, give me a break. I mean, how do they even so, know? How do they even know? So, so, so you're gonna like, you you are completely suable if you don't remove their data from all of all of your systems, but yet you've got backups. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have to go through a thousand backups. And you because know, every because they're, they're stored every. Every, four hours like, or something on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's sense. like it doesn't, it's, it, you might even do your own backup. But system, I mean, even I mean, like, even if I, I mean, even just on EC2, RDS, they have their own automatic. They have their own automatic backup. Yeah, yeah that's right. So, so how could you even remove that? It's no. not even. It's not even a possibility. No. But anyway, um, it's not. That's yeah. not a real problem. <laughs> it's like, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's quite interesting. So anyway, um, what what what's your ultimate takeaway from that whole stats discussion that we had on Discord? Well, I think the the ultimate takeaway is I'm not going to worry about it right now because right. it's not really material. I mean, it doesn't really affect anything. I think the only I'll use Google Analytics for the short term just because I already set up and I really have to focus, you know, my time on things that really matter because I have a lot of things that matter a lot. And there's a yeah. lot of things that don't matter in relative to that. These are all like, you know, gee, you know, if you used plausible instead of Google Analytics, you might get a, a like, I mean, what? But even, even for you, like the idea of like tweaking, 
conversions and getting a better conversion rate is just not even worth it right no, now. It's well, like, I know. You, like, you need to just get the basic product really good. And then, like, it's much later down the line that you get into that. Yeah, well, stuff. I mean, there's there's so many things that are obviously need to be improved, that are obviously missing, and that I, I, don't, I don't have to ask someone's opinion about it. Hey, Jason, right. you know... If someone says, like, hey, Justin, do you think I should uh, add notifications, you know, more frequently once a week? Yeah. Duh. You know, I mean, <laughs> uh, do, do you think you should add some more um, information about how the system works as they're using it and what they've done? Should I? I mean, there's just so many just like layups, like like literally easy, easy wins that improve the experience that um, I need to I need to focus on. And that's going to carry me for at least six months. This is like where I take a little bit of exception with like the customer development discussions that go on. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, well, you need your users and you need to ask your users what you need. But I, I like with list, like, I do I really? I no. mean, like, I already knew that that it needed to automatically move a checkbox down. Like, I just totally knew that because I'm a freaking user of the system. Like, so when? Yeah, I mean, like, nine, nine, everything that people have asked for. <laughs> Like literally ninety nine point nine. It's like I predicted. I knew. You know why? Because first of all, I'm not an idiot, <laughs> and I am in this demographic, right? And you've been building software for like twenty, you know, twenty twenty five years or whatever. Well, I think a lot of times you have developers who are building in domains they don't understand, they right. don't have any experience with, so they don't really know. You know what people want. In that case, yeah. yeah. Or you get a bunch of 20-something who's like 23 years old. You don't know anything because you're just young. You just came out of college. You don't really know how the world works. You think you do, but you really don't, right? And so you're right. kind of, like, you might be bright. You might be smart. You might know your computer science. And you might know some stuff you learned in college, but you really don't know how the world works. And so you're a little confused. It's a fuzz. The world's fuzzier than it. And so you, you kind of have to, like, start, you have to talk to more people to say, actually, no, this is kind of how things work, right? Um, so I'm not 23, I'm, and I'm building a domain I understand extremely well, and I am the demographic. I'm a parent of kids, some who are gifted, some who are not, and some we've had to work harder than others to get them to do what they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I know exactly what I, I, you know, what people want to do and not want to do. I, I want to know what's going on. I don't want to have to log into stuff all the time. I want this stuff to be relatively fun. You know, I mean, it's just, it's like obvious, obvious what to do, and it's, and it's, um, you know, um, I mean, some people are like really like sort of technical, like back end technical, like they don't really understand user experience and don't really have a good feel for it, and they don't. They don't really like it, and they just, it just, yeah, they just don't have an intuition behind it, right? It's just like some people are really extroverted, and like they can just look at people and like, I know what you're feeling. I can, I know how to talk to you. Other people are like, I just never, I'm good at that. I'm not good at that, right? So I think of, um, of uh, you know, you can almost think of like user interface people. UX people are almost like your extroverts, <laughs> right? And you're back people mm -hmm. like your introverts, and. But if you're extroverted and you understand people and you can and you have a fair a high degree of empathy and you can understand what's going to be frustrating, what's going to be confusing, and what people really want and how people want to feel, it's not that hard to figure this stuff out. I mean, the one thing I talk to Justin all the time about is like, look, ultimately this is all about emotion. How are people feeling? How is the student feeling? How is 
the parents or parents feeling about things. It's about managing mm. those emotions. And it's about, we want them to get value out of the system, but the way you get value out of the system is you manage their emotions, right? Just like a coach working with their players or a, um, a, a trainer working oh. with it. You, 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 know, you may go in and say, I want to lose weight with this. Your, your trainer is going to try and manage your emotions to help you get, stick with the program, do what you're supposed to do to get the value out. Because if you win, he wins, right? It's, it's like what I've been thinking about list. It's about feelings. It's about how you feel when you use it. Like, it's almost like the number one law of me building this software is don't be annoying. Like, like that's the most important thing mm -hmm. because like it's that inner loop stuff mm -hmm. that is really difficult. Like, <laughs> that's the reason why people use text files because they're just not annoying. Yeah, they're just right. You know they, they, I mean? they they know what to expect or how little to expect. And they're just like, hey, I live with those, yeah. except that nothing that surprises me or lets me down because it's just, that's what it is. It right? feels, it just feels easy. It feels right. And so I, I've been thinking the same thing. It's like, this is about feelings. It's about the way it feels. I, I don't yeah. the, well, that's, know how to say it any other well, way. That's, and it's like, yeah, I mean, that's, I, I, I have this conversation with, with uh, Justin <laughs> about once every couple of weeks. It's just like, you know, any, everything we do, it's, it's all about how is the student or how is the parent going to feel when they see this? I would just ask you, how would you feel? You know, part of what I ask you is what would you do as a tutor or a teacher? What would you do? Because the system should do what a good tutor would do. And what a good tutor does is responds intelligently to the student's progress and how fast they're learning, what they're struggling with and stuff. But they're also trying to keep the student motivated and feeling psychologically reinforced and challenged and keeping the parent feeling um, good about the experience, right? And so you have to be thinking about these things if you wanna be, if you wanna do a good job. If, if you are, one of these kind of tutors, it doesn't speak with the parent, doesn't send any follow-up emails or have any conversations about what you're trying to achieve and the progress you're making. That eventually the parent's like, ah, I don't know, I don't really like that guy. He's kind of kind of condescending or kind of just, I don't know what's going on. Is my kid learning anything? I mean, what? This is expensive. You know, so, but a really good one would be like, hey, yeah, we had a great session today and make a lot of progress. And, you know, just look at how much far he's come in the last three months and really excited to see where we're going to go. And the parent's like, great. Right? Parents like, I'm a good parent. <laughs> you know? You know, like, this is a good decision. I'm glad we're doing this. We're making progress. But if you, so, and that's one thing I keep doing is like, make sure you continually explain how the system is doing, why it's working, the progress you're making, that stuff. And, and we're not really doing very, very little of that stuff. And so that's where all the easy, easy wins. But having said all that, I still don't think that it's very common uh for people to be able to do to sort of think in this way like i think a lot of uh software developers do find it kind of hard to have that empathy um and get it right mm -hmm. so you said oh how hard can it be it's a no-brainer but it kind of is hard like it like it, it, you you really do have to just be at that nexus of like you know having that empathy understanding and also having the technical understanding yeah so oh. i don't think many people get that yeah you know. well that's i guess my 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 strength is is that i'm a i'm a multi-class character right i'm a jack of all trades i'm not the best i'm not amazing at anything but i'm competent to good at a lot of things you know i'm I can create a decent ui i can write 
decent SQL code. I can, you know, whatever. So I can do all these different things. Um, but it allows me to put everything together. I think about every level of the stack. Every I can talk, I think about the marketing copy. I can think about, you know, the 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 schema design. I can think about everything together. Do you think that that makes you and possibly me essentially un unemployable? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> because like, but I mean, could you go and work for Google right now? Like they they, they have a harder I mean, time figuring out because they want specialists typically. And so you don't yeah, fit exactly. in as well. The bigger the company, the more specialists. And they always look at you a little sideways. So wait, because they're going to, part of what they're, I remember I interviewed once during the, right after the, the dot-com crash and no, there was, everything died. And I was, I had a recruiter contact me and I did one or two conversations with companies. And the guy, the first guy company's like, would you really want to work here? Yeah, and I was like, right. you know, you're right. I probably would. He was like, he looked at me, he's like, hey, you're obviously an entrepreneur, right? Like this is, and I, I mean, well, that, that's the thing I talked to Justin about too. It's like, that's why startups are really fun for generalists because you get to do everything. You get to do yeah. everything. There's a new challenge every day, five times a day. Every, I'm constantly giving Justin a new impossible task every few days. And everything's completely different. And it's like all this stuff to learn. That's really overwhelming and frustrating for a lot of people. They like, look, I have my area of, of expertise. These are the th th things that I do and I do them well. I don't, I'm, like all these things, I don't understand. I don't want to do all these things. They would do with things. User interface people, user interface people, people who want to do, you know, conversion marketing. And I was even watching this stuff about these marketers and and and, and stuff and these um, SEO people. They're like, there's tons of different subspecialties, and they they don't do. They just do one narrow piece of it. They really yeah, don't understand yeah, so. the other stuff, and they don't do it. And they don't do it well. So I don't know. But that's that's that is why I'm attracted to this. The the uh, pride always ever since I was young is doing my own thing and creating stuff fast because I knew I could do all of it and I like to do all of it. That's why we said well, we should hire someone to do this. I'm like no, I'm not hiring someone to do that. What are you doing? <laughs> well, you're nice supposed to, to hire people. I'm like, fuck you, you hire them. I'm not hiring them. I'm do I'm doing it myself. <laughs> you know why? Because it's fun and I can do it. Wait, who 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 are you saying? Just this the to? world in general. People are always like, oh, oh wait, well, you know, okay. your primary job is going to hiring people <laughs> and just have getting yourself a job. I'm like, you know, I think you're wrong. I mean. Look, you know, I, I, I have this. I, l let me get my uh, charger. I'm about to lose battery. One sec. Okay. While you were out, the dog came in and just like, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. Um, you know, this has been, this has been a fun uh, talk. Uh, it's been like hot, full of hot button issues. Hot and button like, issues. <laughs> like this has been good like you've you've been you you've been uh it's been fun it's been well, good that's uh, has been good okay so <laughs> here one thing i want to say you know i was i was watching this um this uh i don't know it was youtube of uh jason cohen from smart bear and wp engine oh yeah and yeah. he was talking about how he's like you know it's the wrong idea to try and learn how to do stuff yourself like he was talking about hiring people in a field they don't understand Right. And they say, right. well, your instinct is to go and learn about it so you can kind of know what's what and then to hire them. And, but he's like, that's a mistake. He's like, you know, you really want to, and, and I can't, I, I totally don't, I don't totally remember his logic, but he just said that was a mistake. That was kind of, you know, you know, I'm just not good at those things and you'll never be good at them. Just hire the people to do it. And I was like, what you would do is ask other people who are experts in it what they think. And I thought that could be an efficient way, right? You can't get, you know, good at everything, right? It's like, I'm not going to go and learn about law to hire a lawyer or something, right? Right. But things like SEO, I mean, it's not that complicated. 
Like, how close is it to your wheelhouse? Yeah, I mean, it's but some of the stuff is like really important. It can really make an impact on stuff. And the more you divide up really essential pieces of what you're doing and you silo them and specialists and other people and you're not doing it's not all in your head i think it creates lots of inefficiencies i think if it's all in ram it's all in your head you understand everything that's core you're doing i think when you're small and you can do all that then it just helps make a lot more progress i mean it's like i could go and hire a developer but in order to move as fast as me, I'd probably have to hire two because they don't understand the system. It would take, first of all, we'd take a massive hit for six months just trying to understand how the system works and how it's supposed to be working and stuff like that. And then you'd end up hiring somebody who really, you know, because everybody's a specialist. Well, I'm more of a back-end guy, I'm more front because now i got two developers, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. No, and now i got to hire a UI person. And now i got to hire this person. And now, well, now it's expensive, so now i got to go raise money. Right, so now I got to yeah, go raise money, exactly. and so now I spend all my time putting <laughs> yeah. working on a stupid deck yeah. and going around and talking, pitching to investors, and now okay, great, I got really, I was one of the lucky few who was able to raise a seed round, and now of course now the seed round, you got to get the A round, and I got the A round, you got the B round, you have all these people, all this management, you got all this bullshit. Like, <laughs> well, th this is this uh, reminds me of something. I think you said this in the past. That that's that's something about interesting about both of our businesses. Mm -hmm. Essentially, they're unkillable because you can't like the only way that they die is if we just give. Well, up. I didn't say that you about our I mean? business. I did that was something Paul Graham said. Is like it's like startups don't aren't killed; they commit suicide. You just stop working. Well, on but them. but like me just working on a side project. If I just if I stick with this for ten years, and some competition is afraid of me. They, they, there's nothing they can really do about it. You know what I mean? Like, they can't, they, they, I mean, they, I'm just not snuff. Do you know what I'm well, saying? Well, I mean, it's wait, like, because I'm just one guy who's just like, you know, I don't have any other expenses. I can just keep on doing it. I could just keep on, keep well, on, and keep if it's on, just this, if it's just a side project, it's never big enough to threaten anybody. So nobody's ever going to care, right? Like, you don't have to be super successful to be wildly successful on an individual financial basis. Oh yeah, and still not yeah. impact the market that anybody's gonna be like. Well, you know, we gotta kill. Oh, that's right. We gotta kill that's less because right. you know they're making <laughs> five ten thousand. They're making five million dollars a year. Wow. Was a, oh, even five, five million. million. Yeah, it's nothing. like. And, but yeah, you know, if you're nothing. making five or ten million dollars, you'd be like a freaking your rock star, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, you'd be like, dude, I make. Super I'm, happy. I mean, not that just super happy. I mean, you would just. I mean, obviously, you would be happy about your financial success. But. Right. You know, once you get even even close to that level, I mean, you, you're at you're what they go like. You're post money. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. Like you can do anything you want. You want to fly in a private jet, private jet. You want to go and rent a villa on the south of France and then go do it. You want to go whatever. I mean, yeah, you're not going to buy the New York Times or you know own the New York Knicks. But aside from that, who cares? And um, and honestly, if you need that to be happy, then you're <laughs> yes, get out of problems. But it's the same. But I was thinking it's it's a similar situation with you. I mean, I know that you do have a runway, mm -hmm. like you do kind of have a runway. But if you just compared you to someone going ahead and investing a hundred billion into trying to solve your no, uh, let's say a billion, a billion. No, no, let's, let's, let's like, that's ridiculous. Like ten million. Okay, ten million. Okay. okay, someone starts a startup and competes with you head on. They put ten million into it. It's it's. That like you are not phased by that, 
you know, because you just you're moving along, you're building up your your user base, you've got your team, you've got like you, it's you're just very insular, like you're very contained. Well, you know I, mean, I mean, I, the key is that if you don't have a huge burn, you know, then you don't have to worry about making a ton of money and having a huge market share. And and if you're in a big enough market, it sort of I don't think it probably matters as much. I mean, um, right. you know, there are competitors out there or people who are doing things at different levels. There's Art of Problem Solving, which has classes. There's Prodigy or Beast Academy for younger kids that kind of... Bla blaze it, blazing or something. Blazer. That's something I've heard mentioned I've never a few heard times. of that one. Brilliant. 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 Which, yeah. But, you know, they, they overlap in small ways, but they're not really competitors. Right. Um, there's not a direct competitor. And the part of the reason is is because it's sort of what we're doing is in some ways might be viewed as a little niche. But that's all startups are they kind of sound like that. It's like is that really a is there really a market there? Is there really a business? <laughs> They're kind of and in some ways what you're doing might be viewed as a little insane. But yeah, um, but it's it's, you know. it's 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 look, I mean, think about it this way. Um, you know, we got you know, we'll we'll be closing in on 150 users shortly. The next week or so, so okay. good. 150 paying users. I don't know. And so, with too much longer, we'll be up making 10,000 a month. Um, that'd be great. I don't know what my burn is exactly. I try not to look too close at it because it makes me ill because I, I can't sleep <laughs> at night because I'm like, oh my God, you know. Um, but, you know, we get in the neighborhood of, you know, 500 to 700 users. Um, then we're, we're, operating in the black but even fantastic. before then it starts getting down to like okay my burn is 10 grand a month my burn is seven grand a month it's getting a point where it's not such a big deal and then then by just the, i mean shit you're over to you're over 20 percent to, towards break even which is like really good that's insane yeah and so we haven't done any marketing i mean they barely have a marketing site we have, a, we have a couple hundred people yeah. come to our website. I mean, it's nothing. I mean, it's like before today, I think we had like nobody in New York using our app. Nobody in the entire, or like one person in the entire state. Now, when do, how many kids and how many adults, how many people do you think would like to learn advanced math or sub math? Many thousands, just in New York. Tens of thousands, probably. So it's a massive market. Now, it may take, you know, some years to get there, which is fine. But... um you know, it's a, it, it still might be viewed by some as, well, that's still kind of niche. Okay, that's fine. Mm. I don't need to make, you know, I don't have to have a billion dollar company to get a return because I raised five rounds of, five rounds of capital. And by the time all it's said and done for me to cash out and feel like it was worth the, all the risk and the time and the money I put into it. So if I just, you know, if we just keep it, keep it relatively, keep the burn low then we'll do really well. And, I, you know, I don't think we have to sacrifice quality. I mean, I, I look at some of these companies, like, what are all these hundreds or thousands of people doing? And I think most of these companies are just incredibly bloated. I think they're incredibly inefficient. And I think what happens is that you, you end up hiring people and you start getting the specialists and then you have, and then you have, you're going to introduce all this friction because you have all these specialists, Right. 
you have your your UI designer and your art director and your marketing your growth person, your growth team lead and your SEO. And you have all these people and, you have, and then you have to have all these managers managing, coordinating all these people. And then you have all this slowdown because everybody trying to keep everybody on the same page and what are our you know, OKRs and our this and our that and what are objectives and you have all this bullshit going on, all these meetings. And then and the reality is that people are working at like 10% the speed that they would work in normal. I mean, that's what Musk says. That's what I was going to say. You know, you're, as you described, you know, uh, being a, a generalist versus hiring a bunch of specialists. And you you said, you know, it, hiring all those specialists it is it is like a microcosm of a large company with all their different silos mm -hmm. versus you kind of getting to know all those things. And so th things can move just much faster because you in your own one brain know five domains. So that can just help you move faster. It's 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 connecting the domains that can really help you move fast. That's yeah, and um, you know, at a certain point, you know, I'll bring in specialists more like as contractors probably. I mean, it won't remain this size company forever it will grow but i'm going to fight hiring a bunch of people because then you get people who are like then you get these sort of managers and they just want to grow their teams because hey if i want to like improve my career i got to be managing more people yeah. right and yeah. then i got to have meetings because i have something to do because if i'm a manager and i get paid in remote i got to be meeting with people right if i'm me then what am i doing i'm going to get fired right and so i get but you don't really think about it like that. I I, I don't think it's a conscious uh, thing. I think it's just it's just a, a subconscious way that that. Uh, yeah, it is. But I think people I think people deep down they know what they're doing. I you think do? they're. And okay. then people like it's all well. I'm gonna help you develop your career and all this. And what are your career goals? And what do you and like? I think I think uh, Michael Siebel says like that's the death of a company. You get a bunch of people where they're not to build the thing, but they're just worried about their careers. I'm building my career. Right. And um, yeah, it's fine. Everybody has the has the um has a prerogative to say, you know, I'm here to, I'm here to work on my career. I'm not really here about, not, my mission isn't to do this thing. I'm just here getting paid, build my, build my reputation. It's, it, like listening to this conversation, it's almost like I, I, you know, if you're not building your own thing, if you're not doing your own business, like that seems to be really suboptimal. <laughs> You know, after this. Well, this no, okay, no, okay. So here, so. let me let me put it this way. So, um, before you say that, I had one other thing to say about it. Uh, well, sh uh, anyway, okay. Um, the amount of you know, doing things on the side like you're doing, it's it's like it's a lower stress, right? You're not put, you're not burning a bunch of cash, right? You didn't right. take like a half yeah. or two thirds of your of oh, your. Savings and just set it on fire. Did you? No. Not like, so no, you I do not, not so, know no. the pain that I'm going through. You have no, no, I do not. no. idea. No, I the don't. Pain. No. And you see the stock market going down. You see your net worth crashing, and you just see these. Is every time I take money out to spend on stuff, I have to pay taxes on that money too. So then I'm sending you more money. It's just like a never-ending bonfire of cash, right? Which. And I have a pretty a strong st stomach for risk, but I'm telling you, it is stomach churning. It is brutal. And this isn't like you're going to stomach's going to churn for six or nine months. You're going to like years and years of stomach churning. It's brutal. And I wouldn't wish it on anybody. <laughs> I would say you do not want this. Um, the second thing is that, you know, when you get, 
the nasty emails and the complaints and the, you know, people don't like it and this and that. And you're just like, oh, man, you know, it's, it's tough. You just get punched in the face constantly. I think about it all the time. You know, you, we, you know, we do have some ups. It's like, hey, wow, we got 10 years. That's a really great. All right. The, but you get a lot a lot of negativity, you know, and, oh, you know, emails, oh, close an account, close another account, close another account, write another huge cash-burning check. It's brutal what I'm doing. But that's why people say don't yeah. do it this way. Like, Jason, don't use your own money. Yeah. Like, you should have, yeah. like, built a little prototype. Fine, you want to spend 50 grand or something about that, 100 grand total, then you go out and raise money, all that stuff. And that's the way to do it. If you don't want to, if you want to be able to sleep at night, it's like, okay, well, you know, you're still going to work your ass off. I mean, but it's, you're not going to, you know, burn your own cash. And it's like, um, you know, I work seven days a week, every yeah. week, Dustin, every week. I work until 11 o'clock or midnight, seven days a week. But you also seem to watch a shitload of movies. Uh, how do you watch all those movies? Dude, and the do movies so spread much out work? over a year and a half. I mean, you still, I haven't watched that many <laughs> movies. A lot of times I watch stuff in the background while I'm working, sometimes at night. You know, we'll turn on yeah. something and I'll just kind of watch it. There's not that many things I that I watch seriously. But, but I mean, okay. I, you know, I, 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 the only person who works more than me is Justin, and he's basically a cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he does it. I mean, but um, yeah, I mean, I work seven days a week, all day. So now, now, now it sounds like a terrible idea to, to, to I'm just saying like, business. you know, grass is always greener, dude. If you get up, yeah. you know, have your breakfast, go to work, sit down on a computer, write some code, have a couple of slack thing, do a little zoom, blah, blah, have your meeting, yeah, that's pretty make sweet. your three, four, five hundred like living, a, living a vacation. Give me a break. I mean, that is like easy, <laughs> easy money. Have fun. Yeah, it's a cool product. You know, have some cool nice, people. Nice. We talk. You know, it's like I have I have friends of mine doing that. I mean, that is easy you compared have to, to what, you have. So you look at what I'm doing, you and you're like, you have to literally be something wrong with you to do what I'm doing. Yeah, you really have <laughs> yeah. to be a little bit. Um, but again, it's like uh, you know, It's like you have to so badly want to create this thing and you have to so badly want to... I mean, it has to be a combination of these things. Some people are like, why they do things is, is complicated. Everybody has a little different um, mixture of these things. Someone's like, I can't work for somebody else. Somebody else just, I have to... This thing has to... I have to solve this problem. I don't care what happens. Some has to do like, I'm an un unemployable. Some has, I mean, there's different reasons why, different motivations. Um, I'm a combination of... Probably like I just obsessed with making this work, and um, I just uh, I gotta be my own boss. I can't work for anybody else. It's not really in my DNA. There you go. That's and that's also what I mean by kind of unemployable, like because you don't want to be employed. I don't really. Um, I mean, that's yeah, yeah. But um, you, it's almost like you're you're you've taken the route of like a project superhero like which is like a really difficult thing to do but like applied it to your entire life like you, you're living the iron man life <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> just like it's difficult like he's that stomach churn that you have got every day mm. like this path like it's like climbing mount everest it's like it's brutal oh. well it's like you know a lot of times you just have to um you know you have to try and i have to compartmental i'm pretty good at compartmentalizing things 
where I just, right. I'm just not going to think about it. And it doesn't always work. And there's a great saying, uh, Hemingway has this great saying, is that you're hard, it's hard to be hard-boiled at night. So you can be hard-boiled during the day. You can be a hard-ass, ah, this and that. It's about 2.30 in the morning, and you start thinking about all the money you've burned. And, oh, my God, what if nobody's going to really use this? What if nobody's going to buy it? What if I just, like, this whole thing has just been, you know, Jason's folly that it's just going to be a, just like, it was like, yeah, man, you know, Jason. He got, dude got lucky with Uber, man, and, and then he just fucking blew the whole thing. What an idiot. <laughs> What's he well, doing now? Well, it's certainly it's, not looking like that. You know? You, how many how many new uh, signups have you had today since that uh, Washington Post thing came out? Can you have a look? Oh, I don't know. It looks like we've had another one or two. It's had a couple more since the podcast started. So I don't know, low 20s, you know? Yeah, so that's good. Look, I mean, I'm going to make it work. You know, yes, I you am. Will, sir. I, I mean, I'm going to grind this thing up if I have to. I mean, I will grind up every nickels and dimes that we have to. Um, but, you know, I think the part of it is that, um, you know, it's just a combination of things. It's like, it's extremely hard and it's extremely painful in a lot of ways, but I'm going to win. And not only that, I'm going to win, I'm going to do it my way. And my way is I'm not taking anyone else's money. I'm going to own the whole damn thing and I'm going to control over it. Or rather, I'm going to have some equity that people work for me. They'll have some upside. But other than that, you know, that's it. We're not going to have venture cap. We're not going to have a bunch of people, hey, you know, give you some money, and then I'm going to like, nope. I know one person who you're definitely not going to let invest. Oh. Rob Warning. Ah! He isn't putting a penny into your yeah. product. I... <laughs> Just like he didn't let you put any money into that's Drip. That's true. <laughs> well... <laughs> I think Rob probably has enough investments. I think he's okay. I don't think he's worried about. I don't think he's worried. I don't think he's too worried about it. I'm sure. <laughs> but um, you know. But I, I you know, the the thing. But then on the positive side, and put it this way, is that <laughs> when you have like a real like a purpose, like a mission, and you have like it's 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 like you're living in a movie. It's like this thing is brutal. And it's painful, and it's a huge risk, but we're going to win. And and you're just going to fight. We are going to win. There is no failure is not an option. No, it's not an option. It's not <laughs> happening. You know, it is absolutely not happening. Uh, you know, and, and you know, you, there's those moments, like I said, you lie in bed at night and you just think about the money you burned, and you think about the pain and like, oh, but then you just, you, you know, but it's hard to get that, you know, it's hard to like, you know, like get in that mode, that hard ass mode at two thirty morning when you're tired, right? That's what you can do during the day. <laughs> the night, that's when it eats at you, right? And then you wake up yeah. and you're like, ah, what am I doing? What am I, what am I worried about? But, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it, the thing too, it's true, it's funny. It's like, um, it's, it's, it's kind of like trading a stock. It's like, you know, when it starts going up, you're like, yay! They start going, oh, I think it's like, yay! Oh, you know? <laughs> it's, a ro- it's a fucking it's roller, a roller coaster. coaster. Got some peacocks, ah, oh, a bunch of people, oh, and then oh, a bunch of people canceled. Oh, we got that, oh, you know. And, yeah. um, you know, and I, I see it in Sandy, too, a little bit, you know, because she's obviously now much more involved now that we're users and yeah. shit. And, 
you know, I was like, she's like, God, you know, I expected more people. And I was like, you're okay, right? Like, you know, and she's like, no, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. But it's like, she's fighting it too a little bit. Like, we're both expecting a bigger hit from the Washington Post thing. And you're just like, ah, but you know, you, and that's why you, you can't allow yourself to get too excited about it. And that we can't let yourself get too depressed about it. You have to compress it down and say, okay, I'm, it's impossible not to feel a little bad when things don't go as well. And it's possible not to feel a little good, but you gotta try and compress it. Otherwise you get on that roller coaster and it just is, it's a, it's just makes it so much harder to hang on, you know? Um, all right, listen, um, this, that was, that was really good. Um, we we are we're at two hours at this. Yeah, point. okay, that's that's probably. I've had my say, I guess. Oh, no, yours, yeah. but it was a good okay. say. But I have uh, another another okay. question to ask you. But do you have one other thing to say, or were you just making fun there? You went when you went. Oh. Uh, it, was, it was it was a point that I would have added earlier, but we've moved on, so we'll you know. Simple. Okay. All right. So well, um, I respect and uh, really enjoyed listening to that last yeah. piece. Um. Okay, but I have a question for you. This is like just completely unrelated. Can I have your URL library for single page web apps? Wait, what? Because you said you'd written a what one. library? You said you'd written one to manage like the URL backwards oh. and forwards stuff. Yeah, it's not fully debugged. It works mostly. <laughs> Other cases where it's like you backpaste it, like, how did I get to that state? So, I mean, I'll share it with you. It's like it, 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 it works pretty well most of the time. Okay, that's good enough for me. That's good enough you know, for me. I mean, buddy. I because I know I, I know that you at least it's not gonna have like a whole bunch of superfluous. No, code no, 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 no. Give me so. I mean, like, I probably, I probably, I Googled around, I found a little piece here, found a little piece, I had a pop state here, do that, but I guess all little stack overflow thing, cobbled something together, and now it seems to work, okay, moving on, you know, and then okay. it's like, you know, sometimes you'd backspace, like, how did I backspace out of the app? How did that happen? You know, like, occasionally those, <laughs> but it's, it's not a, it's, it's kind of thing, it's like, I got to come back and, like, spend another little time on it, but I tell you what, I'll give you my code. And I'll explain it to you, and maybe you'll be like, you know, Jason, you're an idiot. If you just added this, then it works perfectly, and I'll great, and I'll get the I'll get the improved version from you. And I'll tell you what, when you're using list and you hit backspace and your backspace is out of the app, you'll be <laughs> I don't like, who to blame. that's me, <laughs> that's me, not Justin. <laughs> Pop, you're out of the app. That's uh, yeah. Okay, I'm, perfect. Yeah, you can sure. I mean, and it's, it's not a library. <laughs> yeah. just, it's just some. It's like some code, right? I mean, it's not that's like a cool. Full that's on. cool. Now that's enough. I mean, just a starting point. Just a starting. But point. you haven't built great. that and stuff sure, yourself I'll... before, or what? Or did you? I have, but it was really old, and it was with Plugio, and I just want your version because I'm sure it's going to be better. You know, so I'm just going to oh. like take take what you've got, and it's going to be I more think understandable. You're be but okay. And then I will I will make it nicer, and I will give it back to you, and that then you can plug great. it into your product. There yeah. You so fair enough. I'll create tests for it. I'll do the wow. whole thing. I'll run a test suite. I don't have tests I mean, for it. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, so all that's right. that's the thing about all this stuff. It's it's that's the thing in the situation is I don't have time to build everything to 100 percent, right? It's you got to yeah. build everything to 80 percent, and I say, ah, you know, it works good. It's good. Let's move on. Moving on. I got like 15 other fires burning, man. It's like, you know, moving on. Yeah, and that kind of yeah. So that that's what I've been trying to do with with list is to do it. Because it's such a a basic uh, technical technology thing, it's so f sort of foundational. I have been trying to build it as uh, out fully, and that's why it's you know taken longer or whatever. But anyway, 
this is I th- I've really enjoyed this show. Oh, it's uh, it's amazing what fun. you can do, I guess, when you have a decent uh, <laughs> connection, up, you know, download speed. Right? This is the first time we've this is the first time oh, we've yeah, had a real right. connection, and this is the first time we've had good connection. Yeah. Right. So um, so what? Yeah. If, I'm I mean, in the, if, in the kids' gate. Yeah, doing I'll it this just way. have to rip out all my <laughs> wires and crap and kick the kids out and come to the kid cave. I guess that's what we gotta do. All right. Yeah. Man. Good. Uh, good chatting. That's a wrap. Yeah. We're out.